Give to Barrett. Cut back over the middle of the 25 to the 20. Breaks a tackle to the 15. Stop, starts 10 5. Touchdown, Lions. Holy mackerel. Throws end zone. It is caught. What a play back there in the back of the end zone by TJ Hawkinson. You're listening to the One Pride Cast. Okay, welcome to the One Pridecast. Danny Rogers joined by the one and only DetroitLions.com writer, Mike O'Hara. As you just you just heard from him, he has no lucky lottery numbers. Week 13, though, in the NFL, I feel like the number 13 is a lucky number. Your thoughts, Mike? Uh, a lucky number? Uh, is 13 a lucky? Yeah. Is 13 a lucky number? Well, it's the number of my favorite, all-time favorite athlete, Will Chamberlain, the basketball Ooh, I player. I respect that. Wore 13. Uh yeah, so I guess it's lucky, yeah. Okay. So it's lucky if you think it's lucky. It's lucky. That means the Lions might get lucky here in Week 13 against the Minnesota Vikings who are coming in at 5 and 6. Please be the week. Well, I don't think that – I think the Detroit Lions need more than luck, you know, but I don't think they've I, exactly I, been the luckiest team in the uh, National that, Football League either. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. The last time they faced the Minnesota Vikings, sure, why not go off for a 54-yard walk-off field goal? You know why? Because they didn't get a penalty and go back to 66. That's why. That See, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't. Luck that. does not hurt these Lions. They have been unlucky, though. That is 100% sure. Okay, Lions are coming off a Week 12 Thanksgiving loss to the Chicago Bears. That was another walk-off field goal because, of course, it was. Um, <laughs> it's not funny, Mike. If I sound a little angry today, it's because I'm hungry. I know we get chicken wings here soon, so just bear with me. I'll bear with you. By the way, just let me just. I'm glad you had time to stop by and, and do this little gig again, okay? Because yeah, you're, you're doing like nine events this this weekend, yeah. something like that. Everyone tuning into Mac football. You sang a backup with the Rolling Stones the other day. Yeah, correct? I did that. You were good. You Thank really you. were. I appreciate yeah. that. Like the outfit, the whole thing, the lights, I, the glitter. I got into character. What can I say? I, you know, I almost, I almost charged the stage. I really did. If we're going to talk about me, we have to talk about you because your your birthday is coming up. Well, my birthday is always coming up. <laughs> it is literally in what? Sorry, it's almost two, four upon days, us. Four yeah. or five days? Uh, yeah, I guess. What's your birthday wish? My birthday wish? Yes. I, I really don't have one. Okay. You know, I just take it as it comes. All right. Seriously. Well, yeah. No, that was wise, but also a boring answer at the same time. Well, the deal is I've had a good life, you know, and, I've, you had, and, and doing it that way, I wake up every day, you know what? I don't make plans. I just mm-hmm. play what's in fr- or do what's in front of me, and, and I've lived that way my whole life. That's why you're on this, the one podcast, because... Because Very you never, nice. and, you, and the other thing is, I never know what I'm going to say next. No. Okay. Um, figure out what you're going to say to the Lions' loss to the Bears in Week 12 so we can get over it and move on. Well, there are a couple of things in there that I didn't, you know, didn't like. And there was, you know, for, from a writing standpoint, it was a good game because there was some controversy, some questionable play calling by the head coach, Dan Campbell, who talked about it later in mm-hmm. one of his radio interviews. We're talking about the famous third and 32. Near, it was near the end. Of, it, was in the, it was in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. And I questioned it, too. I really did. And I he, thought. He ran the ball. Right. Third and 32. Ran the ball. And I understood what he said. He didn't want to take a chance on. Yep. You know, uh, sack or whatever. But my point was, there are no plays for third and 32, so get half of it and kick a field goal. That's all. Why not? But you know what? I think uh, Dan Campbell, there's a lot of things I like about him. Mm-hmm. And his toughness, his mm-hmm. even demeanor, he really is. Yeah. I, you know, he's a, He kind of flatlines, you know. And what he says to us is what he also says to the players. So yep, you not, can feel it. They don't call their parents and their buddies and their agents and all that and say, what do you say about me next? No, oh, no. He tells them that. And him saying you know, later that uh, he regretted that call, and he should. Mm-hmm. He should have, but 
to me, take the you know take take 15 yards, 18 yards. I know there's no play for third and 32, but there is one for third and 15. Yep. And run that play. The other part about it was that uh, Jared Goff had uh, completed 12 out of 13 or 13 out of 14 to that point. Now mm-hmm. there were a lot of more short throws. He wasn't exactly blazing hot. But, well, he, one but of those throws had been a 39-yard touchdown yeah. pass. I mean, he was throwing them. He were, there were there were three explosive pl- passes in that game, all three to different receivers. If we want to count an 11-yard pass explosive, which it's not, but he, he did have one of those as well. So that's four to four different receivers. So the pass game is having a steady improvement. The run game had been great of late. However, Lions now without DeAndre Swift, head coach Dan Campbell, confirming Friday morning that he thinks Swift is about a week away from returning from a shoulder injury. He's still pretty tender right now. Yeah, one thing about that, you know, look, Swift hadn't done much in that game. He had three carries for no yards. But, he came but, out injured, yes. But he can quarter. heat up at any time. You know mm-hmm. that. And I don't think Jamal uh, Jamal Williams really got it going. But in the second half, let's look, he ran for 60-some yards. Yeah. You know, and, and most of it, I think, in the second half. And he got some really good gains. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, let's keep in mind, this was a 14-13 to 13 game going into the last eight and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately... Chicago Bears owned the last eight and a half minutes. They sure did. And I also think, you know, uh, Danny, that I think there, there are a lot of guys that probably the, the, the public doesn't know about outside of here in our building here at Allen Park mm-hmm. and real loyal Detroit Lions fans. But there are guys like Godwin Igwebuike and there's you know, Dr- uh, Jamar Jefferson and, and even the fullback, Kabina, Kabinda, I'm sorry, pardon mm-hmm. me, who have broken off some big runs for oh, the yeah. Detroit Lions. So I think if you kind of you know, stitch all those guys together. Mm-hmm. There's some, there's some assets there where they can really, for a period of time, not forever, but for a, ga- a week or two weeks or something like that, can make up not having uh, DeAndre Swift. Now, there's nobody on the roster outside of him at, run, at the running back position who represents the combination pass run threat, pass receiving threat mm-hmm. that, that he does, and that has a marked impact on how the other teams play defense. Now, can't say that the Detroit Lions have taken full advantage of that this year because they have you know, issues at wide receiver and the passing game in general. But still, these other players, like I mentioned, have all made, broken some big plays and some important plays for the Detroit Lions, like in the Pittsburgh game, the Cleveland game. You know, they've done some pretty good stuff. They sure have. I mean, Minnesota is going through their own um, turmoil with injuries. Dalvin Cook uh, will more than likely not play uh, because he's also dealing with a shoulder injury. So up next, Alexander Madison, who went off against the Lions last time they played. First of all, isn't that a great name, Alexander Madison? Why? Well, I just like the way it sounds. Okay. Does it sound like Alexander McQueen? I don't know about that. I feel like you're, okay. No, it just sounds like... I can't even back Alexander Madison. I think it's almost like a guy in white gloves ought to walk him out to the to the to the huddle and introduce him to the team and say, Alexander Madison reporting. For so duty. we should have known that he would be doing these great things just well, based uh, off his uh, name. You know, he's been a good player for them, a good backup running back in, in, in now what is now his third year. Mm-hmm. I think uh, this is off the top of my head, but I think he rushed for 113 yards against the Lions yep. in Week Five and really, you know, 25 carries. He didn't. You know, he didn't burn the house down, no. but but that's that's more Over than representative. Yards. That's yep. pretty good. You don't get that out of your backups every every day of the week. And plus, I think he had seven receptions for forty some yards. Now, he's not going to take it the distance on any one play the way uh, uh, Dalvin Cook does. Or at least you wouldn't expect him to. Mm-hmm. But really, more than more than capable as as a runner. And I remember seeing him in the last two years. He really had some nice nice runs against the Detroit Lions. Okay, last time the Lions played the Vikings in Week Five, yeah. I mean they were full speed ahead since then 
Daniil Hunter, defensive end, injured reserve. Everson Griffin, another defensive end, he is out. Um, Dalvin Cook is out. So you had some really big names on both sides of the ball. Eric Hendricks, the linebacker, is questionable. You have some big names who might be out for the Vikings. And they only won off of a 54-yard walk-off field goal. I like the chances. I just do. Yeah, I, listen, I don't think the, the Vikings are going to blow the Detroit Lions off the face of the mm-hmm. map or anything like that. And I think they're favored by, you know, we, we can check this later, but I think they're favored by 7.5 to 8, something like Dang that. It. Which is, you know, which for a team playing at home, that's not great. No, you know, it's you, not. You, you, say a three or four point game, okay. Yeah. But 7 or 8 means the other team, you're expecting the other team to win handily. I don't see it that way. No, me either. But I think the Lions are on a roll right now. If a losing, if there's such a thing for a losing team, that they're keeping games close, and and they're the one thing about this Detroit Lions team that, that impresses me, and really on a ten and one team, you're looking for things like that, mm-hmm. honestly. You are, but they haven't given up. They haven't thrown nope. in the towel yet. Now I thought it was borderline against the Eagles in the last game before the bite. I thought, uh oh, forty four to six. Yeah, you know, Eagles it's sayonara. Guys are you know, making their vacation plans. Bengals no, was bad. They came back with a, they came back with a vengeance and they came mm-hmm. back with an attitude and they wanted to get something done. Now hasn't quite worked out, but they're playing better football. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I get I get so many comments. This is on social media. I know you're on social media a little bit, Mike, but everyone there's some there's some comments like, oh, like it must be hard to report for a team that hasn't won yet. And I'm no. like, it, it's it's not. Oh my gosh, being around these coaches, being around these players on a daily basis is so much fun because they don't let the winless record come in at all they are embodying everything that dan campbell is which is tough um he can be even killed but even killed but he can also take it up notches when he needs to be this is such a fun organization to be around right now i wouldn't go as far as in my opinion it's fun but interesting it really is and you know okay well i'm in my rookie year so i'm still on the rookie cloud no no, your your opinion is just as valid as mine okay i appreciate that i was like well, I didn't have long blonde hair. I had long brown hair. Did you but, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. We need I'll, a... I'll show you my picture yeah. sometime. Yeah. You know what? You might be afraid of me. I'm not kidding. Oh, God. Okay. In fact, hopefully. Oh, yeah, I know. That's what you... <laughs> no. Yes. But, but you know, just like talking to Amani or, or Warrior about, mm-hmm. you know, what exactly do you have to play for and all that? And you get almost a philosophical answer, but with passion and all that. And so much like passion. You play, you play for the name on the back of the... Your name on the back of your jersey. You play for the guy next to you and mm-hmm. all of that. And you try to find your why. I, yep. I, I hadn't heard that expression before. Really? With him. No, your why. Yeah, you got to find your why. Yeah, you got to find your why. And me, sometimes I look for my why not. <laughs> and, and also followed closely by, are you kidding me? Yeah. But um, but there, there is a reason to do that. Mm-hmm. And look, the, part of it is that there's just a handful of veterans here who can sort of show them the way yes. to better things that they've experienced. Like Michael Brockers, who just, what, three years ago was playing in the Super Bowl. I know. And and so and many young Josh players. Josh Reynolds now. Yeah, and so many Goff. young players who, look, this is your chance. The Jerry Jacobs of the world. Isn't that something what he's the done? The Godwins of the world, yeah. yes. Sure. And look, they may not become starters, but I think uh, uh, – Jerry Jacobs, I think, is a starter. I think he's going to be a starter in the National Football That's amazing. He, yeah, he has really made do. his case. Look, I can go back to... Undrafted free agent, he has yeah, made his look, case. Way back before your time, Everson Walls, you know, mm-hmm. with the Dallas Cowboys, ended up with 50-some career interceptions. Yeah. I remember the Lions tried him out, and just he didn't quite run fast enough to suit them. Went down to Dallas, signed, and had like a 12-year career. As oh, a, wow. As a perennial, you know, Pro Bowl player. Not bad. And, what the, and you know what? One of these guys here for the Detroit Lions, he's going to be that player. Mm-hmm. Now, is it going to be here in Detroit? I don't know. 
because guys kind of bounce around if you know if they're undrafted. Yep, have a tendency do. to do that before they finally land somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it, it could be it could be Jerry Jerry uh, 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 Jerry Jacobs. I. You were going to say Jones, weren't you? Uh, I was just, I don't know what I was going to say. That was in my head. That I'm like, I cannot say I had say my Jerry tongue Jones. moving faster than my brain. I know. Just slow down. Slow down. But yeah, but yeah. let me let me clarify. It is not fun watching this team lose, but seeing no. them bounce back every week. The passion, how young these players are, but how hard they're working. Yeah. It's fun to watch. It's no, really fun to be that. around. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. And it's, it, it's look, there's a reason why you play, you know, and, and everything comes down to, as a coach told me one time, mm-hmm. it's the way you play on the day you play. It's got nothing to do with, well, you should have been here last week. I could really, no, no. For the, and for this team, it's going to be Sunday, December 5th against the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. What can you get done? Yeah. There's going to be some, some uh, interesting things to see. First off, my cause, my cleats, will be back for this game for the Detroit Lions where Detroit Lions players have picked – causes, charities of their choice that they want to bring awareness to, that they want to highlight. So um, we have been highlighting them all week. The cleats are custom painted. They look awesome. So be on the lookout for those. If you want to learn more about who's supporting what and how you can help, definitely go to DetroitLions.com and check out all of our social media pages. And then Friday morning, head coach Dan Campbell also said that the team will be honoring Oxford High School and really paying paying tribute to those high school kids that have passed away from the tragedy this past week so the lions will have oxford high school decals on the back of their helmets we'll take a moment of silence before the game and there will also be t-shirts and hats that'll be floating around as well yeah it's really uh look there's nothing we can do to take Mm -hmm. away the 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 tragedy and Mm -hmm. all that and the after effects of it it's you know it's a moment in time that that's it's one of those moments in time that in somewhere or other, will be remembered and live forever. Mm-hmm. It really will, and just like other parts of the country, like Columbine out in Colorado, and, uh, and so you heard on. Coach Wash talk about that. He yep. was recruiting back in '99 yeah, in lucky, Denver yeah, that he day. Was, yeah, he was pretty choked up when yeah. he started talking about it. He really All the was. coaches have. Yeah, look, when you really get right down to it, look, it, you know, former head coach here, Monty Clark. Was the head coach here from 1978 to 84, and been in the league a long time, and passed away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Once said, you know, it's not all shiny uniforms and victory parties. No, nope. it's, it's it's still these are people who have jobs and mm-hmm. lives and all that. And you know, when they go home Sunday night or after a game, or they come to practice Monday, they're going to work and they have lives just like we do now. Maybe a little different. They make, they make more money and they're different. in the public eye mm-hmm. and all that. But but they're just just human beings, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time. Yeah. And, and when that door closes at home, that that's dad, it's mom, it's uncle, mm-hmm. whoever, and you know we should never lose sight of that. That we're talking about human beings, not just athletes. Yep, the human part always, and I, I have a feeling those are some of their bigger whys when we talk about it. Their why. Um, okay, anything other like Minnesota keys? What do you want to talk about? Tell me what you've got. What do the Lions need to do to get a win and get a dub in the win column? This is huge. Well, be ahead by more than four more than three points at the I end. Agree. <laughs> that's, that's mathematics. Just be, you know? Four. Four will do it. Make them beat you with a 66-yard touchdown like, pass, not like a field comma? goal. Yes, I agree. Do you know how, I wonder what the odds are of losing a football game on a, on a 66-yard field goal on the last play when the ball hits well, the crossbar. Because that's... Uh, Nothing is working for that play. Yeah, when you the say distance, it like that. The distance, the bounce, the hit, yeah. all of that. Yeah, and to further cl- clarify, it is not fun watching those field goals. I've turned my back most of the time. Do Chicago, you? I did watch. It ended the same. So now I'm over 3 
and I can do whatever I want because neither <laughs> neither works. I can't watch nor not watch. I'll tell you what, this game will toughen you up. I, I'm toughened. <laughs> okay. Don't get too tough, though. I know. I just, you know, I just like all games. They're, to me, they're all, you know, it's a new game. It's a new day. And I just want to see how the Lions, the Lions react to this. Mm-hmm. They've lost eight straight to the Vikings. Uh, last Monday, Monday before this game, yeah, uh, Coach Campbell was asked, you know, what sort of your message or motivation to your players are. And he says, you're going to play the spoiler role and make people feel as bad as we feel. I do well, like how he said that. I like what he said. Yeah. Not quite the, you know, I, I don't think everybody goes along with that. Some of the players... One of them said, well, I just want to win to win. You know, it's got nothing yes, to do with ruining somebody said, else's day. Hawkinson said TJ that. said that, and I agree with him. The thing is, like, okay, we got a W. Also, we just spoiled their, their Sunday. Yeah. I think that's the order I'll take, and I, I like I like both. Right, I like both, yeah. just But, you know, play to play, win to win, mm-hmm. and then all that other stuff sorted out later. Yep. But, look, the Vikings are, you know, they've made the playoffs every other year since Mike Zimmer was the head coach there in, in 2014. But it's it's... But they've only really made it three times in seven years. But this is a chance. Well, they missed last year at six and ten, and they're not exactly sitting in great shape at Mm-mm. five and six, except for half the world is five and six right now in the National Football League. That plays to their favor, yes. But they've been they've been an up and down team since opening day. They've mm-hmm. been they've been inconsistent. Just two weeks ago, they had a big win over the over the Green Bay Packers, and they come back and have a stinkeroo the next week and lose. So it does not help when quarterback Kirk Cousins lines up behind the wrong guard. Uh, right, exactly. Yes. I wonder what that feels. <laughs> if you're the guard, well, the wrong guard just lines feel. up behind a guard in general. Yeah, yeah. I you just, would think the guard. I. It was I'm pretty sure it was Delvin Cook who had to tell him. Yeah. Hey, bud. I've seen that happen. Before. Hey, best it's friend. Not, please move over. It's not common, but it's not completely rare either. But, I know. But, uh, <laughs> it's just, man, we it gave, it gave us a chuckle over here. I'm not going to lie. Gave, yeah, we're sure. playing. It's it's lions are playing Vikings next week. That gave us a chuckle. It just happens. Yeah, maybe maybe you know what the referee just as a joke should just give the ball to the guard. Uh, I know, I know, <laughs> and like, they just line up like that for the rest of the game. Let's just, just do have that. fun just, with it. Just do that. Let okay. everyone just have fun. Yeah. Um, okay, Mike. Let's get your bet MGM pick. My bet MGM pick. Yes. I've given this an awful lot of thought, and my coin. No, Have you given a coin. lot of thought? Yeah, I do actually, and I think this is. I think the Lions are in a in a point in the season where they're playing pretty good ball. Yeah. Like the, I wrote something about the defense earlier this year, and, and great. They played some good defense. They, the defense has played some good ball. Do you want a defensive nugget? They just haven't played long enough. I yeah. I agree. Yes, I are do. you talking about experience wise? Say that again now. You, they haven't played well enough, long enough, yeah. or okay. Yeah. So there have been, there's been at least one rookie on the defensive end for the Lions, who have been a part of 691 snaps on defense. So 691 snaps. There's been at least one rookie on the defensive side of the ball for the Lions. That is, I believe, tied for third in the NFL. It is a very, very young defensive side of the ball. So really that's is. my nugget, and that's all I have to contribute. Well, who is it? What? Who's, who's, the, who's the rookie? Oh, it's been it? at least one. There's multiple. Oh, you said at least one. At okay. least one. Gotcha. I didn't hear that. But, well, that's, that's an interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I wish you'd have told me that before I'm I wrote sorry. my Sunday I column. just, I know. I'm sorry. You've got to start reporting Listen, in. Listen, you know. shout out to Greg Mayola. I think that's how I pronounce your name. Our wonderful PR man. He included that nugget and I stole it. Oh, I like that. But look, I think it's going to be, I've said this again, I'm going to use another white knuckle flight, really, right down to touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know, when I don't mean touchdown, I mean when the wheels hit the hit the runway a field goal yeah a field a field goal game and and look, the vikings have won eight straight against the lions i can't bet against them uh, oh. kirk cousins is having 
a good year, not a great year. Mm. Actually, I could bet, bet against them because I'm, I, I would be giving the points or taking the points, I should say. I uh, but I like the I like the Vikings to win nineteen uh, seventeen. So you're gonna okay? I think that's a movie, isn't it? Nineteen seventeen. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I like the Vikings nineteen seventeen. When I say like them, I'm not rooting for them to win. So you're saying the Lions are going to take a seventeen sixteen lead into the fourth quarter, and then there's going to be a walk off field goal. Somehow or other, it's going to be nineteen seventeen. Okay. Somehow or other, Jeez. you know what? Because <gasps> it was before. I know. I just oh. thought of that. It was. Yes, oh the Lions God. are not allowing opponents to score over what sixteen points in the last Something three games. Like that, yeah. But it, the Vikings are allowing about thirty points a game in the last few. You know, it doesn't you know, help though if you can't if you don't score thirty points. You know, Danny, you know? it worked once; it'll work again for him. Just the way it is. <sighs> Please don't. Awful. Say that. We can't take that again. Don't put that on us. Okay. Um, have you talked to Josh Reynolds yet? Uh, just in the group setting, you know. Great. He really added something to this team. He really, yes. The I first agree. week, you had a couple, a couple went through his hands or whatever. I'm like, God, where did this guy come Trust from? Trust me, no one beat up more on oneself than Josh Reynolds did after those. Trust me. Well, that's you know, that's I guess that's a good thing. But he came back last week and had a couple, a couple of big catches, one for a touchdown. He said, "Hello, Detroit. I am here." I'm so here. next on the One Podcast, thank you so much to Mike O'Hara for joining me, the one and only. Everyone, go wish Mike O'Hara a happy birthday on Tuesday. Tuesday, December 7th. Tuesday, December 12, 7, 21. That's a great day. Um, go wish Mike O'Hara a happy birthday Tuesday. Don't do it before or he will kill me. But anyways, up next on the One Podcast, wide receiver Josh Reynolds joins me. We talk about his nickname. It is Smooth with a B, with a V. I'm sorry, Smooth with a, a V, not Smooth with a T-H. And he's going to tell you why. It's very interesting. One Podcast will be right back after this. Rory's Cub Club registration is back open for the 2021 season. Get your children in the official Detroit Lions fan club for kids up to age 14. Each Cub Club registration comes with a membership kit filled with one-of-a-kind Detroit Lions items, plus exclusive events and ticket discounts. Visit DetroitLions.com slash Cub Club to sign up now. Josh, this is the first time we get to meet one of the newest Lions. So we got to know, what's one of the best words to describe you if someone hasn't met you yet? Oh, uh, I'd say a nickname that I actually got with the Rams uh, is uh, Big Smooth. Big Smooth. Big Smooth. Can you elaborate what, what that means? <laughs> well, I mean, just, just, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a real vocal guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I walk around just kind of, you know, just smooth. And then everything I do on the field, it, it, it looks slow, but it's, you know, it's just, it's just real. It's smooth. It's smooth. You know, I mean, it's, it's just the word. It's just the word that they, that they came up with. Me. Mm-hmm. And it's with a V. S M O O V. Smooth. You heard, yeah. I mean, you heard me saying it wrong. Yeah. Oh, smooth. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's easy. It's easily messed up. It's all right. Okay. All right, big smooth. <laughs> you have an incredible story. Right. Going from high school, no college offers to play football, spent a semester at JUCO, and then you go to Aggieland, Texas A and M. Everyone has to work hard to get to this point in the NFL. How much harder did you have to work, though, with your, your background? I'd say, I'd say it was tough, but um, I think it's one of, the, one of the parts that made me me. Mm-hmm. You, know, uh, you know, a lot of guys can, can go through that and, and just lose the, the ultimate goal that they were looking for. And, and um, you know, I think that, that kind of helped me stay focused, um, humbled, mm-hmm. for sure humbled. And... Um, you know, just continuing to grind. It's paying off, no that doubt. grind. Super Bowl later, 
and you get to uh, uh, reacclimate with quarterback Jared Goff, who you spent time with in LA. Mm -hmm. How much has he helped you acclimate to the city of Detroit, having such a familiar face on the roster? Oh, so much, you know, so much with him, uh, Michael Brockers, you know, mm -hmm. Roby, all them, all them guys, man. Uh, first day here was, I mean, it was awesome to just see new, I mean, you know, faces that you that you that you know, and so uh, you know, it just helps you settle down a little bit more and and, uh, and just kind of get get going quicker. The quarterback to receiver chemistry has already been rekindled there in, on Thanksgiving Day against the Bears. 39-yard touchdown from Goff. Your first touchdown this season. What opened up for you on that play? Oh, man, it was, uh, it was a perfect defense from the being. You know, uh, uh, all week we were saying we were going to call that call that uh, uh, that concept. And, uh, you know, coaches trusted me. And they trust, Jared trusted me. Set in that pocket, you know, and, uh, and made a great ball. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, it was awesome to be able to connect back on that. What is the toughest obstacle you've had to overcome when you join an NFL team midway through the season? Oh, just just getting acclimated with the playbook. Mm -hmm. You know, it, and and concepts are always the same concepts, but it's the little details on those. You know, the the uh, splits and and alignments and uh, you know the yardage. You, you know, they want you to run it. Some teams they want you at fifteen sometimes. You know, it's just mm -hmm. it's all different, and uh, you know, just kind of, kind of having that stick in your head is is, is tough. Somehow, we only have six games left <laughs> in the season. What do you want to improve in your game or shine here with these last few weeks? Uh, just just stay consistent. You know, uh, uh, show people. You know, I can I can stay consistent, uh, game in game out. You know, didn't have the didn't have the great game that I that I wanted with with the. Um, uh, my first Cleveland, sorry, mm -hmm. uh, kind of got blank there, but uh, but I mean, you know, it's all about bounce back, you know, it's about how you uh, overcome adversity, and um, that's what I continue to to hopefully do. Lions, we had a chance to bounce back against these Vikings. I don't know if you heard about how the first meeting went. I did. Walk off, ding, mm -hmm. field goal. Mm -hmm. What are these Lions? What do you have to do this this week to get a win over Minnesota? Just, just got to finish. Mm -hmm. You know, we just got to finish. Limit the uh, limit the setbacks that we keep putting on ourselves and. Uh, and finish you know the team got grit the team's got you know they got it all man they just you know we just got to put those little things together show your lions pride by going authentic with gear from shop.detroitlions.com for a great selection of t-shirts hats jerseys and novelties with convenient flat rate shipping right to your doorstep visit shop.detroitlions.com your 24 7 home for lions gear Thanks for tuning into the One Podcast. I'm Danny Rogers. We'll see you right back here next week.